Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. Birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Kim. Kim. Welcome to the club, girl. You look great. It's a new 40. It's a new 20. Is that 20? Really? Yeah. Really? Not? When we have little Taylor Swift <laughs> making albums about aging out songs about she's too old for I, Hollywood. Tell me what you're talking about. I have no idea. I don't care for Taylor Swift. Let me tell you, I'll tell you a little story. I used to work with a girl. And she went to the same school that Taylor went to, high school. And she said that Taylor was the biggest bitch in high school. And ever since then, I haven't liked her because I believe my friend. I'm the, can be the justifier on some of this stuff. I wanted to see if it would. (laughs) That was going to be my being, my Grantham crest. Very, very nice. Um, uh, well, save it because that will be used for later. We uh, was she or was she just like in her own head, and so therefore everybody I don't thought know. It was she high was school. a bitch. Who knows? It was high school in Middle Tennessee. Who knows? Yeah, really, I don't know either. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just saying, was it this way or that way? I know that she did ten minutes on SNL. But her song was 10 minutes long. Yeah, and everybody yeah. fell in love with her after that. They were hypnotized, I guess. I didn't see it. I didn't either. So I'm not hypnotized. But I've been waiting for her. Like, I, maybe she's really grown as an artist. She, had, she was a great songwriter, and I thought she always should have went into acting. Like, she was better in acting than she was vocally, but... Who am I to say anything about vocal? I definitely can't. Oh, she's hit her 30s. That's why she's this way. That's what I'm saying. She's 30 now. She's She's 31. But I hate that this child has to feel like she was, you know, she's aged out at 30. (laughs) That's. That's the thing. It is kind of funny because she wrote that song about Jake Gyllenhaal and said, you know, basically the line, they stay the same age or whatever. I stay the same. Whatever that Michael McConaughey line was about chicks. Matthew McConaughey. Where's your head? Oh. I don't know. Like, I don't know names. I don't care about any of these celebrities. Uh, I get older and they stay the same yeah, yeah, yeah. age. Yeah. yeah. So basically she alluded to that's how, don't worry, I'll grow up, but you'll keep dating the same age, whatever. <laughs> and then his girlfriend is like 21, maybe. We've already talked about this, about the men and their affections for younger women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we're not talking about that. I'm just saying... That was funny. So everybody's living for that, you know, with Jake. What'd you do this weekend? 
I went to your birthday party. Oh, yeah. My girls gave me a little birthday party at the new Pride Center. They did. It was super, super fun. And my friend from high school came up. Yes. I was so and, glad that was and a surprised surprise. me. That was so good <laughs> because I knew I ruined it. You didn't ruin it because I don't remember you telling me any I'm of that. I'm so glad. But that's, I missed the assignment. I think there would have been a lot more people there had I paid more attention to what was going on, but I didn't. <laughs> but I heard another person was taking care of things. So that's why I wasn't as worried because, you know, you had mentioned that you were going to, you know, practice and all that. Then in talking to that person, they weren't even there at practice and they didn't even, you know, like they also misunderstood the assignment. So it's like, well, damn, we failed. We're the ones who failed. But Ken's pulled off what she wanted and it was it was gorgeous. gorgeous. It was and gorgeous. The food was delicious. Like I wasn't sad about not having to share that much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Them lemon strawberry scones. Well, mm, if they were mm, strawberry, mm, that would have been great. But oh, were they strawberry? They, they were, were raspberry. Oh, the dreaded raspberry. But that's all right. If they had been lemon strawberry, yeah, you wouldn't. Have, you'd have been like, damn, Gail, leave a scone for me. I really like scones. I don't know. I like the texture. They look good. I think they're a little dry. I mean, I know that's why people enjoy mm-hmm. them with coffee or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm but. so boring. I love um, a good shortbread, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice shortbread. I had a Scottish lady that used to make shortbread for me all the time and bring it to me. It was so great. I know. I just went off. But Kenzie really does. She's She's got that entertainment groove like you do. And speaking the- of entertainment <laughs> groove... The hostess groove. Yeah. she does Well, yeah. And I mean, she does know how to, uh, she has a really good eye and taste for setting stuff up. Her and Cagney both did a good job uh, taking care of stuff and putting it out. And, you know, they're good at their plating and their presentation is what I'm trying to say. She did a, she did a great job with that. They learn from the best. That's what I'm saying. So, which is a good segue into what you did this weekend I for did. your birthday weekend. I went to, well, it was our anniversary last week. Oh, that's right. Your birthday weekend technically was the week before. Yeah, November's just awesome in my world. Mm-hmm. Our anniversary last, last week, and we were invited to a high protocol dinner. Very nice. Yeah. And for people who don't know what a high protocol dinner is, um, just think about having dinner with the president or with the queen. Yes. And you have to be on your best behavior. Very best behavior. <laughs> but in kink world, there's a little caveat. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little it's a little bit different there. Uh, we got there, and it was my understanding that I was going to be included in the dinner. I did have one job there. Oh, as a, um, as a participant? Okay, first of all, we got to explain the protocol of a high protocol dinner. Because um, our people aren't going to really know what that is. They're going to know, okay, it's a fancy dinner. It's a fancy but what dinner. makes it different? So the the guest of the guests who have been invited to eat are like the elite of the dinner party. Yes, and most of the time they are dominant. They are the doms in the relationship. Yes, and go and ahead. then you have the other side, which is the service or submissive staff within there and those are the subs 
Mm-hmm. It's power. It's man or people powered by subs. Subs yeah. are the servants. You're either on this. one side of the slash or the other. There is no in between. You do not get to switch at these parties. You know, at a whim, you are either dining as a dominant or you are serving as a submissive. Yes, you are either one of the elite or you are a servant. <laughs> now for this. For the servers, for the consensually, staff, yes, we have to throw in there consensually. Everything is consensual. Yes, and people want to do this. Their kink is, you know, I really want to. Oh, I totally get off on it. Be, I'm a total snob. Yeah, right. But there's a lot of people's kink who maybe they their life has always been privileged, and so they really like being the servant and humiliated and you know, treated poorly because maybe they feel guilty for being able to treat people a certain way. That's a misconception within there Mm -hmm. because I was always taught or have read in high protocol dinners that unless it is specific to that party that you are always to thank the submissive for their service, Mm -hmm. you are not to humiliate or degrade them in any way. But like I said, unless it is specific to that party, yes, you, you don't everybody do has their different yeah. rules or whatever. But I'm saying for the submissive part, you know, to want to do that. Like I would think that if you're going to give, um, have a party that's a high protocol dinner party with the people that you invite or whatever, most of them are going to say, oh, yes, I would like to be a, I would like to attend the party as a dinner guest you know what I mean I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want to serve everyone there so the kink is to want to serve people there was all that I was explaining just in case there are people who don't know listening in but maybe I've got off the rails who knows no you haven't but the um anyway so yeah all the rules are going to be different but there are certain things that I think are constant in a high protocol atmosphere and a lot of that is the atmosphere of the high protocol yeah it's the aesthetic that's the first Mm -hmm. thing that you go into so um everything needs to be comfortable uh a formal laid out table with no plastic no paper everything needs to be cloth glass crystal it's better the higher you can go the better it is like if the china is a nice fine china if your crystal is very good crystal like had i thought about the fact of um candelabras are a nice touch yes anything Mm -hmm. that you have that you can set the scene to make it look as much like you know a uniform very elegant and classy it doesn't have to be like a bridal situation either you know what I'm saying like a like a wedding reception people think of that sometimes but it would not have all of the floral and all of that kind of stuff that wouldn't be the proof that you would have it would be like super you know you'd have maybe a centerpiece and then candles but the rest of it it would be very less frill very stately the menu is very simple um, it's usually a three or four course meal. So usually three, you have your appetizers, your entree, and then your dessert. You basically have a protein, a starch, and a vegetable. Mm-hmm. With, some people do wine, some people don't, just so it could complement the dish. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I would definitely do it like a tasting menu. And I would have five 
small plates, but that would just be how I would do it. it but it would in, tell everything from the appetizer to whatever, because you could do, if you have people that are going to be service furniture, you know, then you could have the dessert. You could also do an appetizer cocktail moment, whether it's an actual cocktail or not, you know. But yeah, if you're going to have wine service, I would do all of it all the way through. So while people have their own rules at their high protocol party, Mm -hmm. there's kind of a general things that you don't do within there. And some people could argue these are not, but serving drinks with soft drinks in them. Incorporate games or acts designed to humiliate your staff. And I think that goes back to what I was saying before. When people go to serve, they are doing it as a service and they want, I guess they want the praise from it. I'm going to speak for myself mm-hmm. that I do not want to be humiliated or um, degraded. Not at all. This. Actually, um, I would think that you wouldn't say anything at all to them or at the very least, thank you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like at the at a state dinner or any type of formal a thing nod. Yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're really there to do their job and to be seen and not heard. And I know that that sounds rude or whatever to a lot of people, but literally they should just be, oh, the magical thing that makes whatever appear before you or to make you comfortable unless you ask them like like the protocol is unless you say something to them they should just make sure your water glass is full and that you you know they're within shot depending on how big the table are I you know the table is I would think one server per two people max I mean you know minimum each each person could have their own kind of where they stand off looking for whatever but it might cause a lot more confusion with the service just so that it's efficient but it would just depend at this particular dinner party it was uh for someone who had come in from atlanta who is an attorney there and she's very very well known there and this uh she teaches classes on high protocol as well nice is this her blog that we're looking at i don't believe so no um but we could look up her blog but you were talking about um, what the the staff or the servants Yes. Should or Did should they not incorporate do? play? Well, it just depends. I mean, obviously everybody talks about, oh, you mean like how they should behave? Yes. Yes. Serving. Yeah. So a big difference in these parties versus a party with your president is that they're not clothed. Service you act like that's are not, not going on with the Illuminati. <laughs> right. They aren't clothed either. They're just wearing a little Probably, mask. Probably. And- maybe. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> speak only when spoken to. You are not allowed to speak. Exhibit the least basic service skills. Serving to the right, picking up to the left, mm-hmm. those little things like that. Serve in an unobtrusive and submissive manner, which means you're not, you're not center stage. Mm-hmm. You're sitting to the back and you are observing and then when somebody needs water, you're right over there. And then mm-hmm. you're like a cat. You in, you out. Mm-hmm. You have to avoid looking dominance in the eye, which is a kind of humiliating thing, too. But it's a very small thing. And you cannot switch places at all. Sorry. Sorry, mm-hmm. Charlie. Just because you don't want to serve anymore doesn't mean that you get to. Right. And- so you got to go in deciding 
what you're doing or not doing or whatever. Now, but. I was the dessert table at this particular event. Mm-hmm. So I was topless. I did have a hood on over because I wanted that sensory deprivation. I did not want to see who was around me. Mm-hmm. There was little desserts placed on me. Going back to the wanting to switch part of it, I was good in that position for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then after 20 minutes... I was done, but I couldn't necessarily leave. You know, I just couldn't get walk up when I wanted to. I had a specific time, which maybe 30 minutes that I was supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. But about after 20, I was finished. Could I go anywhere? No, I had to wait. Yeah, the 10 minutes. Until the host, Mm -hmm. you know, said the host came over and started taking the extras off of me and and putting them away so for that last 10 minutes i was just like this is bullshit i'm ready to leave you are done I was so done. you know that i was done i had my tray you wanted a 20 minute <laughs> interval max i had you. my i had my objectification moment mm-hmm. and then i was done there you go yeah i mean there have been uh now i went to a thing where they did sushi but they also kind of wrap the girl in like a saran wrap type of situation too, mm-hmm. and then put sushi on her. So, oh, that was it. Fun. Really eaten off of her? No, but yes, you know, yes and no. Well, that would be more very sanitary. Pretty. It was very pretty, and they had all these like natural, like banana leaves and stuff on there. It was, oh. it looked cool. Have mm-hmm. you ever been? Like, but this wasn't even a kink party. This was like an art yeah. thing that I went to. It wasn't it? Was like, eh. but everybody I know, or I've known. Have you ever been mummified? Have we ever talked about mummification? Like being wrapped in saran wrap or yes. whatever. Yes. Um, I have wrapped people in saran wrap. I have done saran wraps for beauty as well (laughs) but I haven't had anybody do that to me but I had a sub for a while that I wrapped in saran wrap there was a this was a long time ago but there was a demonstration of mummification and I was wrapped in this huge plastic wrap and then bandages did they wrap you in bandages too no it was just the plastic wrap so you could imagine how the skin did not breathe, and it was very, very sweaty, and it yes. was very just kind of gross. You can now, lose a lot of water weight, though. The mummification part of it, the being, mm-hmm. you know, Bound. restricted, mm-hmm. that was pretty nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, you're giving me ideas for our next high protocol dinner, wrapping them in saran wrap. Mm-hmm. I like, um, you know, I like compression. So, oh, I do too. That's my one of my things that I dig. So, anyway, um, there, like, yes, the high protocol, the kink side, it depends on what you're doing too for the dinner. Like, I like that Lady Katie had different rules about not touching the subs or whatever but there are some parties where they you know yes uh, do that sexual activity is encouraged yes they have Uh, a lot of those but that is also because that is the fantasy for a lot of subs too yes to be you know consensual non-consent and to be you know uh 
manhandled or lady handled or whatever to have that kind of um, thing go on. Not necessarily a verbal berating humiliation, but that well, that being can happen objectified. Well, yeah, that as well. Yeah, obviously, right. you know, um, but that whole you know thing. So I think for the first one, it just wanted to be kept, you know, pretty simple and basic and well, dipping a toe in to yeah. see how people like it yeah you, you know? don't get too many high protocol dinners in each tennessee correct I'm just saying or i haven't been to too many you can go to like charity events they do fun <laughs> stuff like that people go to the like back to... room yes i think i go think... to the back room of the ut alumni event you know what is gross is my mom <laughs> because my dad was interested and politically driven and also because of his business and stuff like that we would do like once a month formal dinner to learn protocol so that it wasn't an issue whenever we would go to a dinner or whatever all of the fancy dinners that I've been to have been because of going with my father somewhere for the most part then except for like a date here or there but I learned how to do it by going to his things that he had going on so you know there's a lot of yeah it's important to know so uh and high protocol but they're not kinky dinners you know what i mean yeah uh high protocol is not just for dinner oh correct it's, you can it's for you know there are couples who just practice high protocol mm-hmm. and when they go to a party you'll you'll see something you know they're in master slave mode Yes. And there's things like restricting the submissive speech where they cannot speak to anyone Mm -hmm. except for their dominant. And even then, you know, it's probably nonverbal. Yeah. Um, And these aren't to be um, confused with high school parties or rallies or anything because your boyfriend doesn't want you talking to anybody in case they find you more interesting. This is a dominant submissive control situation. Um, it's still control, but this one is a consensual situation. Yes. It's not that your boyfriend doesn't, you know, or girlfriend or whomever doesn't want to uh, hey. you to talk. <laughs> God, I'm going to become your dominant someday. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> a submissive may kneel before their dominant or take a another agreed upon stance mm-hmm. uh, we practice that i always remain to the right of daddy and just slightly behind mm-hmm. him slightly the submissive may not be able to turn their back on their dominant which means you have to like walk away backwards from them <laughs> the submissive may ask their dominant to use for permission to use the toilet mm-hmm. we we kind of have that too as well but it's more of a cutesy thing like daddy can i go to the bathroom you know mm-hmm. i would get i would say mean stuff to you like i don't know can you it's <laughs> may i go to the bathroom <laughs> a submissive may walk only two paces behind their dominant a dominant may restrict eye contact a submissive may perform services for their dominant mm-hmm a dominant may do a full inspection of their submissive upon meeting. You ever had one of those? Uh, yes. <laughs> I didn't much care for that either. 
but yeah. I did it. So did you feel like a horse at the fair? <laughs> <laughs> so I met my first dom in 2009. It was long distance, but this is the first time I'd have ever met him. And I was supposed to be inspected. I knew this was coming. Okay. So <laughs> I was mentally preparing myself for it, but you never can be prepared. You know, even when the moment that it happens, you're still not prepared. Well, I broke down a little bit um, when I was being inspected because I had three, you know, I have three kids. I have a mom belly. You know, I'm, yes, I was maybe 135 pounds then, but I still felt really, really fat and really just, and gross. This is how I knew this guy was a professional Okay, a professional con artist because he got me with this one. So I'm standing there. He's on his knees and he looks up at me and he can see the pain on my face as he touches my stomach. And he goes, is this not where three beautiful children came out of? This is beautiful. This is gorgeous. Don't be ashamed of this. And of course, I'm just starting to ball, you know, even more. That man was not sincere, you know, going back and looking at it. Maybe he, he was at the did time. He, did he constantly get on to you about your belly? No. Then he was no. sincere. This was the first time we had ever met. He was sincere about that. It was a shtick that worked for him well, but I think it yeah. was a sentiment that he truly had. However, it's also, you know, an effective thing women didn't hear that a lot so when you yeah. can speak their love language and you genuinely that doesn't bother you it's a it's a thing now as far as who he was what he was yeah that was all not so so great but he had said that before to other yeah and got and that response yes. and it worked and it worked on this one yes too but i don't think yeah. he i think that there had to be some truth in that or he wouldn't have been as successful with it you know and he would have badgered you about losing weight and doing something about it all the time so who knows if that would have come in on down the line oh so you but, didn't see him anymore after that oh no i did okay yeah but then it wasn't very anyway so you weren't devastated by your inspection no after he said that i was very much put at ease i was very much put at ease there very cool Anyway, uh, going back to what the submissive and dominance do in high protocol, um, the submissive may be may need to be highly presentable at all times, and a dominant may eat before their submissive is allowed to. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty much just givens. Honestly, it's a that's a lot of stuff that Daddy and I do all the time. Just yeah, a lot of it is. Yeah, you know, I mean, part of. Uh, that just from protocol from other relationships I've always like served served my male partner first just you know that's just a thing it still is weird for me that daddy will wait until I sit down to my eat daddy before he too. starts to eat mm-hmm mm -hmm. And I'm the one that's usually on him, like, go ahead and eat yeah. it while it's hot, because I don't know when I'm going to be able to get in there and sit down. Well, yeah, but mine, really, that's his <laughs> thing. So it's like, okay, well, all right. But yeah, he that's been a weird thing. 
but used to, I would literally just serve them food. Oh, I had a friend that just made her crazy, crazy that I would do that. Just incensed about it. Mine comes from watching my granny. My granny always. wild. Yeah. But yeah, there is a lot of different. That's what all the contract, that's what all the discussion is about for these relationships. Uh, I think way too many people go, hey, you know, let's do this. And they want to be kinky, but they're not really about the lifestyle. Yeah, and that's cool, too. They're romanticizing it you in their head. You can be a kinkster, you know, all you want to. That's cool. A lot of people that are in BDSM enjoy it because they need somebody that they know is going to grab them off the ledge or whatever <laughs> when they're subs, you know, especially... For me personally, that's me personally. I don't know why everybody's into it. Everybody has their own reason for why they're into stuff. But I would dig high protocol. I like the pomp and circumstance of things, you know, so that's kind of fun. But I'm at the age now where I'm like, Ugh, do I, I don't want to be naked. Like if yeah, I'm, I don't, don't want to be on that part of it. <laughs> Which so I, was, I the, don't mind being topless. I don't want to be completely right naked. So I'd rather be... Uh, one of the dinner guests than one of the submissives so i think at a high protocol dinner especially that you need what's known as an alpha submissive and that's a person who is a liaison between the back of the house and the front of the house it is just like a maitre d over there and the alpha submissives in my opinion are on a higher they're higher up on the hierarchy than your staff submissives or your service submissives so they're dressed but they're not dressed flamboyantly you know they're dressed but they've got to blend into the room so they're usually in all black or something like that and shoes are a big thing Mm -hmm. let's talk about shoes for a minute in a high protocol dinner because that's something that i found interesting was at this particular one the staff did not have shoes on well did they have jewelry shoes like the fake you know where you have it looks like you're wearing a sandal but it's not it's just jewelry i believe and it's just my opinion that all submissives should wear shoes high heels preferably because the males uh again yes should also have to wear high heels yes as a male sub yes Yes. Now that could go into the whole humiliation, degradation kind of thing. But adding a layer of discomfort onto having to serve Mm -hmm. brings your submission to another level. Does that make sense? Yeah, but if they're not good in heels, you are looking for some disasters. That's why you got to practice. Mm-hmm. High protocol, in my opinion, takes practice. It takes some preparation. Yeah. Um, that's why they people hold classes about it. Um, actually, this... The, the guest. The guest, the main guest, holds high protocol immersion weekends. The guest of honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should attend one of those and then see what they have to, you know, how they do it. And then put your own spin on it for here. It's, I mean... You know, there's four hour difference in place. It's not like that wouldn't be a that would be a good thing, I would think. I don't it it might just be 
it might just be me, but I just think that they should wear shoes, preferably high heels. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on if it's the completely nude school or the shoes school. There are a lot of people that really have foot fetishes and foot aversions, so... But I can see the other side to it as keeping them unclothed and completely naked yeah yeah they might get their freedom like um dobby or this particular person is in the opinion of yes they should wear shoes but it has to be a simple ballet flat or something oh just for sanitation yeah like and i guess that's where i'm going with it there Mm -hmm. and the discomfort level Mm -hmm. but it's uncomfortable to serve barefoot too well, you know? I'm not inside. If depends. I mean, people drop things on the floor. You could step on stuff. Yeah. You know, you don't have any protection, and you can't look. You gotta keep your eyes on the prize and what you're doing. But I don't know. It's it would be your thing. You would be able to do or not do whatever you want it to do, which is kind of cool. I think that the biggest thing is the ambiance. The fact that the roles are extremely clear and determined and defined, that they maintain literally the high protocol, like they maintain the boundaries and keep that up with the fantasy. So I'm on submissiveguide.com, which is a good, good website if you are submissive. It's one of the first ones that I found on my journey about 12 years ago, and it's still going strong. Submissive what? Submissiveguide.com. And then they have a dominant guide as well. And it's just basically a blog. You find some porn. It's very hard getting used to... I mean, sometimes porn just pops right up. One system to another system and hitting the proper buttons. Well, if you think that submissives should wear high heels or that they should not wear shoes at all, give us your opinion. Email us at gabandgirltime at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. Definitely see us at Gab and Girl Time. Look for us. Braddy and I are going to be doing some fun stuff coming up with comedy and with karaoke. And she's going to start holding these high protocol classes. So <laughs> I am going to be taking over the high protocol dinners at Sapphire. And I'm excited about that. I'm going to be working with Lady Katie and her staff. That is her wolf exciting. pack there. And I'm excited about that. It gives me something to hyper focus on. Like Katie, I Katie is amazing and I see her, you know, but I see her dom in her. And not that she's not completely capable of doing all that, but like I just see Katie as so punk rock, like, you know, fuck you. I've I, <laughs> but yeah, I've seen her like Like, I love her corset, you know, I love her fashion, but I just don't see her being, you know, yes, let me dot all these I's and cross these T's and, you know, the P's and Q's and let me, you know, get it up. I think she loves the idea and the protocol more than going through the frou-frou of the formality of it. But I don't know. I wasn't there, but it looked cool on pictures. Yeah, it looked really for the first high protocol dinner. I thought it went very, very well. It looks really good. I mean, everything the definitely awesome with that kind of stuff. But I know, did they do a play date after? Did they have a demonstration or anything like that? There was a class for a high protocol dinner that I 
did not get to go to. Um, and then there was the dinner itself and then a play party afterwards. Okay. But the play party was not considered high protocol. Right. Play it party. was just a play party mm-hmm. after. I think that had a lot to do with some of the decisions for tableware and stuff like that, too, was packing in so much for the day and for the subs to be rewarded. I think maybe the play part, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot yes. of it was for the convenience of cleanup when for the subs having to wash the dishes and make sure you know the cleanup afterwards is a part of it too yes so agreed. yeah but I'm just saying I don't know like from what I saw and everything it looked cool but it also looked like I was like hmm that's interesting because it didn't match in my mind what I thought of as high protocol there was some plastic there which is not really at a high protocol dinner but yep. like you said it was the nice plastic it was it the very silver. very nice <laughs> chinette it looked nice at, yeah. at one point I had um picked up some plates and I was like okay where do we need to wash these and he goes no you just throw those away and I was just my heart just went because <gasps> I'm like oh are you sure <gasps> yeah well yeah I no, I get it and I think that's the um the thought is the formality of like a uh, wedding or whatever. But I yes. think her thought, I think their thought process when it was put together was the fact, the convenience to move on to the play party yes. and transition the room. Yes. Because that would take more time to transition the room into something else. But if you... um if you do it where you're not having a class and all that kind of stuff beforehand, you can make it earlier where then they have the time to clean up or whatever as part of that and to play or whatever after. But so. really, that's such a small detail mm-hmm. in a high protocol party that... Um, yeah, it's very small. Yeah, it can be looked over. Oh, the yeah. the China or the cleanup yes. or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all about the ambiance more so than Mm -hmm. everything else and the protocol and rule following of each person's role. But yeah, are you snobby because you wanted to be snobby when you were younger and you weren't? Or are you snobby just because you genuinely think you're better than everyone? So, have I always been this way? That's what I'm finding. According out. to my friend Scott, yes, I have always been self-absorbed, and you know, but, didn't wasn't Madonna <laughs> one of our icons and people that we wanted to emulate and and be like the Material Girl and whatever? I don't know. I'm just saying. Is that your Scorpio nature? I don't know. It's probably a combination of things. <laughs> Is it that you totally knew you were cute? Or is it because you Do I you still knew, know that? Yeah. Or is it because you knew that you were far cooler than what people saw on the outside? I've never been cool. Have you not? <laughs> never? No. I only have in my own mind. I've always kind of just do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That's how I just live my life. And I think I'm, you know, cool, so therefore I am but I'm really not at all, so I'm a weirdo. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What you got coming up? Oh man, well I think I said this the last time and then it'll be over, but I have Mo and then we've got an open mic starting at the um, Knox Pride Event Center. December 6th. December 6th. And then December 11th, I'll be in Florida. And then uh, January 2nd, I will be on a show at the concourse with some well-known TikToker funny people and some John Boy and Billy call-in radio show host stuff so that'll be fun oh that'll be fun yeah i mean it's weird because it's not necessarily my type of humor but then my humor would blend fucking hate the john boy and billy show yeah i've been i don't know when i have ever listened to it so that's weird like how many people yeah, go ahead and would, start listening to it would really hate this and then you know i'm selling out by doing this dumb show but no, it's local you support gotta make, yeah and you gotta make your paper baby you mm-hmm. gotta get you you gotta get your well, name and out who there knows, maybe their audience will be like hey that's fun and smart we'll follow her you know yeah listen I'm just saying. Back I just, in the olden days, just my opinion. Back in the olden days in Pensacola, I went to a concert and the headliner was Rat. All right, the yeah, y'all know who Rat is. No, hardly I no do. one does. There's a few people that know who Rat is, but opening for Rat was this new young band, and I was like, now this band, I want to know. I literally left in the middle of the Rat concert. Like I was like, yep, was done I'm with out. Rat. Done. They sang I, round and round. I already and he was saw done. the person, I, I, the band before him, their, their touring band. I was just like, there's no way. And that band was Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi <laughs> opened for Rat in Pensacola like sometime in the 80s. I don't remember the exact day. We can look it up. And you got but, to see it. And I saw them just murder Rat. I mean, Rat was so uninteresting after seeing John Bon Jovi running around singing and, uh, you know, She's a Little Runaway and all of that. They were working on that album or maybe had just released it. And it his was hair. Like, oh, and, yeah. He oh, was yeah. beautiful. His highlights, his hair. Yeah. Um, Rat was done know. for. It was it was sad. They were very disappointing. Okay, your point. Super disappointing. Well, that might be what happens at their show when it comes to me. I might be the Bon Jovi of this comedy show. I hope so. You know? <laughs> so you never know. You have the same glorious hair. As John Bon Jovi? Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I literally And how, exactly how he wore it in the 80s I as well. I went home and I had highlighted my hair. I cut it and highlighted it like John Bon Jovi's hair, the female version, which if I blew this out, it would. it's a wolf cut. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I had excellent little highlight. I pulled my hair through a cap. I'm not doing that nowadays, but I'm, you know, I can. <laughs> But it was, uh, that's how you got the little individual, really cool, squiggly looking hair. He, you know, his highlights were gorgeous. He was a beautiful man. And my first uh, ex-husband looked like him a little bit. Looked like John Bon Jovi. Nice. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Both my of my second, ex-husbands are One of my deceased. ex-husbands looked like the Columbine killer as well. Yikes. So, yeah. 
Yeah, no, mine just, I don't know. He was a little cray-cray, though. He was nuts. So we don't discuss him very often. But I'm de- I'm back doing burlesque. Yeah, burlesque. aren't you excited? At a local place near you. Um, December 9th, oh, I will shoot. be in Kingsport. December 15th, I have Holly Lene coming to Scruffy City. I totally forgot. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to go to your thing in Kingsport. So Later. go find us on all social medias under Gab and Girl Time. Yay, Gab and Girl Time. I'm Gab and Gail Time, and I'm Gail Grantham. And look for me. And I am Brad Von Bieberhausen on Instagram and Bruce Tonsils on TikTok and Fit. Yes, please follow me on the Instagram, by the way. And for she's making reason. TikToks too. Oh my gosh, they're so not good, but we're just going to do them. just work. It's such work. I'm just now. not as into it, which is sad. You know, I should be because everybody wants you to do that, you know, but. Well, it's just going to get us more followers. Maybe more people to like us. Yes. Maybe. So. So if you like us, show your love. Yes. Like us. Share. Talk to people about subscribe. us. If you want to be a guest, you live an alternative lifestyle. Yeah. You think you're interesting. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Email, email us. us. We'd love for you to be a guest. And all kinds of alternative lifestyles. Maybe you do yoga. Maybe you're a vegan. Maybe you're Maybe you do kinky vegan. Sex. Maybe you're, yeah, you're into tantric sex. Maybe you're asexual, period, and you're just tantric. We're, we want to learn about everyone. I thought it was asexual for the longest time. Mm. It turns out I just really love to masturbate. Yeah, there you go. Now, sometimes it's just convenient. Get it done. Do it. Boom. Yeah, get that hit of serotonin. Mm-hmm. Get it done. Yeah, those endorphins. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. We thank you for our listeners. And we thank you so much for listening to Gabin Girl Time. Gabin Girl Time. Gabin Girl Time.